Your dad actually took your neighbor's body after he murdered her, took Maureen Hedge's body to Christ Lutheran, the right. church you grew up in, mm -hmm. and laid it on the floor and took pictures. Dressed, of he her. dressed her and up. And he dressed her up and in bondage. Yeah. In the church you grew up in? Yeah, so I didn't know. He told the police that, I believe, when he was arrested that night when he confessed. Yeah. But then it didn't come out publicly till he was in the plea in, in June. And so, like, my poor pastor was sitting there. My dad wasn't home the night Mrs. Hedge was missing. He was at a Boy Scout camp because yeah, he was a Boy Scout leader. To walk and eat out there by Andover. And, and come to find out, yeah, he was at a Boy Scout overnight. Right, but he but left. But he left the Boy Scout overnight. Right. Went and killed your neighbor, whom you had said hi to. Yeah. And, and then went back to the Boy Scout camp, after, spent the night. And, yeah, after taking her to the church and then um, dumping her body out in eastern Wichita. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Cribes, Creeps and Coffee. I am Steph. And over in the far corner we have... Say your Charlotte. Name. Hello, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and then next to me we have... Hello. Oh, my name. Your name is Hello. Yes. <laughs> Nick. Hello, Nick. This is doing? all... Uh, I ruined that, didn't I? No, I mean, we'll take it. I'll take my it. My name is Nick. Hello. Fabulous. We're <laughs> a little bit out of sorts today because... Yeah. We're recording in the daylight, and it's yes, a bit strange. You do. Because we normally record in the evenings. Yep. But we've we'll. all got to bosh some work out, so... We do. We're all busy bees this week. And we went out for Charlotte's birthday last night. We, we did. did. We did. We yes. did. We came, like, sixth from last in a pub quiz. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, we did. We mm. lost to my mum. Charlotte gave the mm. best answer to a quiz question. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> so the question was something like, "What? who was the leader of the Soviet Union during uh, the Cuba Missile Crisis? And the answer was Khrushchev. <laughs> And Charlotte wrote, I wrote it down. Chris Jeff. Chris Jeff. I mean, Chris, the most English name <laughs> you could get Classic. out of that. I honestly Classic. thought he said Chris Jeff, I mean, but with the, like a K, like Chris with a K, like K R I S. Yep. Jeff. Jeff. Yeah, that's brilliant. I don't know. It's just what I, I thought. Soviet Union. So that was that was that was BTK in the intro, wasn't it? Yes. So that was BTK. Well, that was BTK's daughter, um, mm. who was speaking out about the whole entire thing um, to a news reporter um, about the crimes, essentially, and her uh, ways of the crime. Stop knocking the table. Thank you. Uh, the whole thing's moving. That's. What I that's. think he's got quite a kind face. Fuck off. Do you think? Mm. Dennis can go fuck a mattress. I, I trust him. He doesn't him. like a... He's a fucking... I mean, no. I think he's a nice man. No, he's an absolute cunt. <laughs> I wouldn't want to have a pie with him. I wouldn't He'd... want to be even in his vicinity. He never no. murdered his daughter then? No, well, or his son. Not. Mm. Nope. Did he, did he do things to boys or was it just... Everybody. Oh, was it boys as well? What about everybody. the Boy Scouts? Did no, he? no, no, no. He he wasn't a such a weird phrase, but a kiddly fiddler. A yeah. kiddly fiddler. Kiddly fiddler. Kiddly fiddler. fiddler. Mm. Kiddly fiddler. Fiddler. Wow. Yeah, wow, it's getting worse. <laughs> but he murdered children. He murdered adults. He murdered mm. anybody. He mm. felt like it because mm. he was copying other serial killers. Cracked him in a bit of bondage and a nice mask. Yes. Yes. On that note, though. Yeah. Guess what's been cancelled? I don't know what's been cancelled. Mindhunter season three. Oh, what? Peace off now! 
Why? Yes. Why? Why? Because the directors are going and recording something else. But mine turned to... I'm genuinely pissed. I know. Tell me about it. So is the bloody internet. The internet is pissed. <sighs> There's got to be a petition. I think so. I'm going to find it and I'll send it out. Yes. Yes. Well, look at it. It's one of their best shows. It That's is. really annoying. Yeah. That and that one where the Japanese lady organises your house. Have you seen that one? Uh, she comes no. in. I'm not going to do an accent because it'll be a bit racist, obviously. But she comes in and just arranges your house. Oh, okay. I know which one you're on about the organiser. It's on Netflix. Mm. Okay. It it's is good on Netflix. It's very therapeutic. I wouldn't say I'd sign a petition no. for it, though. But I do prefer mine. It's the same as Sherlock. They're not doing a season four, five of Sherlock. Maybe. They what? might do. They might do. You're crushing my dreams. I didn't really like Dracula. This is what happens when Charlotte's only had two cups of coffee. Dreams crushed. So what are we what are we talking about today? I saw a glimpse and I think I'm gonna be quite excited about what you're doing. Yeah, I have been informed that it's one of your faves. Yeah. Is it the Westboro Baptist Church? No. No. Oh, is it not? I thought I saw that when it came up. No. Oh right. It really does have West in it. Oh right, okay. That's what I thought it was. Okay. Mm. Nope. Okay, so today... Kanye West? I am... Kanye West? Yes. Fred West? No. That's not American. Oh, no. Okay. Do you want to have any more guesses? I can't guess. No. I can't guess because I'm the one that know all this. But it's interesting to listen to you go through all the Wests. Let's go. I'm done. Oh, okay. All right, well... The Wild West? No. No, that's it. Will Smith. What's the man who makes the fish that you can buy in the store? What? Anyway, why is it... <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. That it's changed the, swiftly. Hmm. The, the fish. Okay. Yeah. The West Memphis murders. The w- West Memphis. Oh, the um. The three. Yes. The West Memphis three. Do I like that? Yes. I can't remember. It's the Satanic <laughs> Panic one. <laughs> oh yeah. Wow. Okay. So not as enthralled as as no. I was in, I informed. Know, yeah. I, I was getting hyped because I thought it was the Westboro Baptist Church. No, that was a cult. We leave cults up to you. Yeah. Okay, carry on. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Steph. Sorry. Wipe that one up. Wow. It's going to be great. (laughs) It's going to be great. Charlotte, (laughs) I am doing the Myrtle's Mansion. Myrtle? Myrtle? Myrtle. Is it like from Harry Potter? No. Moaning Myrtle. There is a lot of moaning in it. Oh. Sexy moaning. No. Oh. Oh. I'm not going to lie, that's where my mind... Yeah, uh, yeah both your minds went there and you both looked at me with an expectation and it's like, uh, no. <laughs> I thought we were going to get a sexy mine's ghost story. Mine's out of the gutter, guys. Mine's like a Milnes and Boone ghost story. I'm a very above board mind, thank you. There must yeah. be people who claim to have sex with ghosts. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. If there's people and succubuses. Mm, that is that. <laughs> if there's people that like claim so. to have sex with roller coasters and stuff, I'm pretty and sure ghosts are Chandeliers. Mm. It's not a far cry. Yes. Okay. Right. <laughs> so should we just, should we, we'll That's go straight so in. So, Steph. Yes. With your words, tell us <laughs> about the West Memphis Three. Let's do this. Saddling kids. It's going to be a good one. Wait, She's got it? documentary style voice. Then. I'm getting into it. I'm getting into it. Go. Okay. So, in 1933, in Arkansas, West Memphis. I keep going to every time I say this I've got walking in Memphis in my head I'm walking, walking in Memphis do, 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 and I don't think it's Arkansas I think it's Arkansas no, no Arkansas no. it's on the border it's a town on the border between Arkansas and Kansas I know that 
There you go. Oh, okay. Yeah. We we right flopped at geography last night, Charlotte. Let's not get into a geography. There's another one. We've got, <laughs> we got eight in geography. There's another one called Texarkana, which is on the border between Yes, Texas there was an actual true crime murder there too. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. So we were like four words in. We've already had a dispute already. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was like, I know. This is what we do. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. So, in 1933, in Arkansas' West Memphis, three, teen- three teenagers, Damien Eccles, who was 18 at the time of his arrest, uh, Jesse Miss Kelly, I love that last name, Junior, who was 17, and Jason Baldwin, who was 16, were arrested for the murders of three eight-year-old boys called Stephen Branch, Michael Moore, and Christopher Byers. Oh. I don't know this one. I don't know why you told Steph I like this one. I've never heard of this. You have. Have I? I? Have. What year did you say so, Steph? 1933. Yes. 1933. Oh, no, 93, sorry. I don't oh, know why right, I said yeah. 33 yeah. Yes. I was going to say 19... It's in the 90s. I remember that. Yes. Okay, maybe I don't know that. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. So the three boys were found on the 5th of May, which were originally reported missing um, by uh, Briar's adoptive father, who was made the first report around 7pm that evening. Around 6.30pm, the boys were reported seeing playing outside of their uh, playing outside of their neighbourhood, and it was reported that Terry Hobbs, who is Stephen Branch's stepfather, called them in, like called them home to bring them in, sort of thing, like, yoo-hoo, time for food and stuff. Obviously, exactly that. Yes. So um, we here we have the first pictures of the three boys. So what are their names? Junior. I remember that one. No, no, no. no, no, no. These so are the, the murder Oh, boys. sorry. These are the, the murder. Yeah, okay, yeah so we enough, have sorry. Steve Branch, Michael Moore and Christopher Byers. The Michael Moore? Order. No. Michael Moore. The yes. documentarian? No. No. Oh. No. Right. Yeah. And I think that they're in no, that order he, as well. No, because he wouldn't be dead yeah. if he, he was. Yeah, yes, he would, that makes that's sense. It. That one on the right looks like the most American boy I think I've ever seen in my life. He does he have does. American, like, it's the hair. I think. It is, the I think it is the hair. It's like a mullet kind of vibe. Party mm. in the back, business in the front. Indeed, you do. And you'll find a lot of these, 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 these kids have that hairstyle. I think it's just their environment. Yeah. Indeed. Indeed. These are school photos, I take it. I mean, yeah, they were just—they're just like snaps, sort of thing. I mean, mm. the, the, yeah, they're, they're the school photos because they're big on school photos over there, aren't they? Well, to be fair, we're not too dissimilar. Oh, no, I true. Hate, I hate those things. Mm. Mm. I dyed my hair pink. I can't smile. So I just don't smile. You've been practicing though. I have been practicing he in looks the mirror. Like a serial killer. <laughs> I'm de- like. It's quite terrifying. <laughs> but you guys at home, we're all quite unnerved. I'm I think I've got, I think I've got a good smile, and I don't yes. think it's weird to practice your smiling in the mirror. It is if your girlfriend walks in on you, you just turn yeah. to her, going. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? Why are you smiling at me? Who have you killed? Where is? I mean, I'm also incorporating the Elliot Rogers laugh into my smile as well to make people feel extra comfortable. Okay, go on, let's have it. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it actually does sound like Elliot Rogers. That if you is... haven't checked that out, that episode it's last week's guys. So yes. rewind and go check it out. It yes. is a very good. So one. these boys were murdered. Indeed, and, you do. And how old were they? Uh, they're all eight. All they eight. are all eight. Okay. So where was I? Uh, so yeah, he called them in and uh, for them to come home. So. Obviously, a search ensued. Um, so the search uh, the search began in the surrounding area of that day, um, and the local lo- law enforcement and locals um, and well, they only really investigated. Not they were they weren't deeply investigated at that 
that sort of time. It only intensified at 8am on the 6th of the next day, led by the Crittenden County Search and Rescue Personnel. So it kind of upped the next morning. Yeah. Mm. They searched all over, but they focused where the boys were last seen, which was the Robin Hood Hills. They did the so they did like a shoulder to soldier, soldier to soldier, shoulder, shoulder to shoulder. shoulder. Jesus, wow, that went well. That's like all the S's. It was, it was. So they did a shoulder to shoulder search, mm. and they still had no luck. <laughs> Although at one forty-five p.m., uh, an official officer uh, noted a black shoe floating down the middle of the creek. Um, which led to a major drainage system canal at uh, Robin Hood Hills. Uh, they, the search party obviously followed it upstream, only to find the bodies of the three young boys floating in the near shallow waters. Hmm. Poor babies. Yeah, that was, it, was, it was terrible. <coughs> so um, I suppose this is where I should like come in with the trigger warning because I'm going to describe the circumstances in which they were found and uh, it's not pleasant, guys. It's no, not it's pleasant. Not. So uh, they were found naked and hogtied um, by their own shoelaces. Um, hogtied is, is wrists and ankles bound. Yes. So behind leather. your back. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. So the right ankle was tied to the right wrist and the left to the left uh, behind their backs. Hmm. Um, all of their clothing, except their underwear, was found wrapped around twigs and then pushed into the muddy ground. Uh, they never found the underwear. Um, they were mostly inside out. Um, unfortunately, uh, Christopher Byers had most of the lacerations including on his body, including mut- uh, uh, mutilations to his scrotum and penis. Mm. Baby. Yeah, it wasn't pleasant. It wasn't pleasant. Autopsies showed that By- uh, Byers died of multiple injuries. Um, they all sort of died of uh, crushed skulls, essentially, so they were badly beaten. Badly mm. beaten. Yeah. Um, and more... Um, more in branch, sorry, uh, died from multiple injuries and also drowning. Prosecution suggests that um, there were allegations of rape as there was traces of semen on a pair of trousers that they found at the scene. Um, they also suggest that there was a terrible knife attack uh, with uh, buyers suffering um, a purpo- purposeful castration. Um, although they, they say that it was um, unlikely that it happened um, at the creek itself um, and there was nothing really to support this. Very vicious. Yeah, it was. It was also, terrible. Most of the the worst stuff seems. To, I mean, it's all bad, but it seems to be centered on which boy is bias out of these three. Do you know? Um, they were in order of, of which I t- said them at. So the last one. The last one. The the, last the, the one who we I said looked all the American. Hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And he's sort of the baby face. Here's the baby face. Mm. The baby face. Mushy. So yeah. So who are the victims? So, Steve Edward Branch. He's the son of Stephen and Pamela Branch, who were divorced when he was an infant. Um, His mother gained custody and married Terry Hobbs. Um, Please make note of this, because Terry Hobbs, he does come back up in this. Terry's always a name of somebody who's got a finger in it somewhere, you know what I mean? My granddad's name was Terry. (laughs) It's always... If there's a Terry, you always have to keep an eye out for a Terry. You know what I mean? I'm sorry, granddad. I can't give you any examples, but I'm just... (laughs) Just a feeling. Well, I mean, we'll get there. We'll get there. We will get there. 
So, uh, yeah, so she remarried Terry Hobbs. Um, I've underlined that, by the way. Uh, Branch uh, was four foot two and he weighed 65 pounds. It's LBS is pounds, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah? Fabulous. Yes. Uh, he had... Um, he had blonde hair and was last seen in blue jeans and white t-shirt uh, riding his black and red bike. He was also an honour student and was a lovely child all round. He was a cutie pie. Honour student means he was clever, right? Very, very, very clever. That's an, yeah, like yeah. an American thing, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. it's basically like a top tier <clears throat> classic. Oh, okay, fair enough. Yes. He, was, he was a darling. So next is Christopher Mark Byers. Christopher Mark Byers was a typical eight-year-old boy um, who lived with his mother, 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 and adopted stepfather. Sharon Melissa Byers and John Mark Byers was le- uh, uh, yeah. So his mother was Melissa uh, Sharon and John. He was four foot tall and uh, weighed fifty-two pounds. He had light brown hair and was also seen wearing blue jeans, dark shoes, and a long-sleeved white shirt. He lived with his mom, adoptive father, and his thirteen-year-old stepbrother. Um, but he st- this 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 hurt me. This hurt me. So he still reportedly um, believed in Santa and the Easter Bunny. Aww. Yeah. That does hurt. It hurts Okay. Why does that hurt? Does it not hurt the soul? Because I mean, I, he's that innocent that okay. he still believes, yeah. basically. In Santa and I mean, sometimes Santa. sometimes you have to explain human emotions to work to me. I, I know, we know, we know. Yeah. We get it. <clears throat> but yeah, it's basically because he's, so he's still that innocent that yeah. he believes in Santa. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. And then, and, then, and then this happened. Oh, What's a, what kind of age do kids stop believing in that kind of stuff then? Normally it's I mean, around about it eight, nine, but yeah. it does vary. Because I was four when I found my grandfather told me Santa was. Yeah, that's real. because your grandfather told you and your yeah. mum was pissed that yes. your grandfather told you. He was in a cult and he didn't believe in yeah. Christmas. Did, was he? Yes, my grandfather was. It's why I'm interested in cults, because my grandfather was in one. Oh, no way! Mm. Any specifically? No, not one of the big ones. I'm not particularly pernicious or, or oh, nasty. Okay. Quite Just a benign cult, but yeah. In a cult, there you mm. go. Good to know. Mm. Mm. Um, so the last victim was James Michael Moore. Uh, James was the son of Todd and Dana Moore. He was four foot two and he weighed 55 pounds and he had brown hair. What's the song? There is a song, song, like, from the... Where it mentions James Tyler Moore, Michael Moore, Michael Moore. There is a I song. Know. I mean, Michael Moore is a famous documentary. No, filmmaker. no, he, it's, he's um, sure it's not it's mentioning in a him. Song. There was a lot of celebrities that kind of took this up after it, it well, started. Google it. Google it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, so where was I? Yeah. So he was last seen wearing blue trousers and a blue Boy Scouts of America shirt with an orange, um, with an orange and blue Boy Scout hat. He loved wearing his uniform even out of these meetings. So he was a Boy Scout, mm. um, and he was considered the leader of the three and lived with his mother, father, and nine-year-old sister. First page down. So, not really much happened after that. They couldn't really find much um, on the scene, um, but it's what sort of... The peer pressure in this case was interesting, and, and this is how it sort of materialised and went down. So this is where it kind of gets These, these were a group of friends who hung out together. Yes, these were stuff. friends and went to school together, and they were friends, yeah, yes. essentially. Okay. Most definitely. So after a month long, a month long into the investigation, police re- arrested three teenagers and charged them with capital murder. After less than a year after the murder... Yes. Um, the three were sentenced. So you have Miss Kelly. Uh, so you, you've got Miss Kelly, Baldwin, um, 
Hold on, let me start that again. So yeah, Miskelly and Baldwin um, were sentenced to life imprisonment, but Eccles was sentenced to death. They thought um, justice has been prevailed until... So as you can see here, these are the three chaps that got um, arrested. So you've got um, Eccles on the far left, Miss Kelly in the middle, and Baldwin on the With well, some right. kind of permy mullet going on. Yeah, it's like the mullet is the thing. It's mm. it's the thing. Well, it's south, uh, southern USA in the yeah. 90s. Mm. It's the mullet. High in the back, business in the front. And business that song the is the um, This Tragedy by Alkaline. Alkaline Trio. Oh, okay. Ah. And it's based on the Westminster's Three. There was oh. a lot of musicians. I will, I will, I will, I will go. I'll briefly touch upon it, but yeah, there's, there's a lot. Yeah, that, that's like, the one that I was thinking of. So. Right. I mean, even Johnny Depp wrote a song and stuff. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it yeah. did. It was a lot. So they, these were arrested a year after the murder. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 sorry. No, 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 no. After a, a month long of investigation, oh, they, they, they got right in on that. Okay. They write in on it. So, yeah, uh, they thought justice had been prevailed until... Questions started to arise about how the investigation was carried out. Now, this is where it gets interesting. Um, so, Arkansas is actually... Arkansas? What, is Arkansas. It? Arkansas, yeah. Mm, Arkansas, yeah. Was a deeply religious country that strongly recommended the angle of satanic sacrifice due to the nature of the case the police were accused to trying to find a monster to to hate essentially so they were trying to pin it on somebody as quickly as possible who had the most loosest sort of connection to the thing essentially um and these three teenagers fit the bill and they were convicted uh the night that they were arrested the full, uh, it was like a full Salem witch trial, essentially, like the full Salem mentality of everybody ganged up on them. And it was mm. like, you are condemned because you're a Satanist. And they, they, they I mean, they, in the eyes of the people that arrested them, they were convicted the, the, the day that they got arrested. The town became obsessed with cleansing the town of evil and to, um, uh, so like the, the town essentially became a, a, a ghost town over, because of all of this, because of the whole Satanism thing. They really, really went to town on that. Um, and they put pressure on the police to get the case solved. Um, so they, they really went into the Satanic theory and started keeping their children indoors, which essentially, like I said, turned it into a ghost town. They really pushed that. Mm. Police started drawing up a list of likely suspects that may fit the bill. The names of the accused uh, were the most prominent to fit the case. Baldwin and Eccles, so this is like their sort of past history sort of thing, had previously been arrested for vandalism and shoplifting, and Kelly had anger issues that resulted in fistfights at school. So, you know, nothing that's too... Nothing that really inclines them to... Satanism. Yeah, or even hogtie eight-year-old children, no. So, uh, Miss Kelly and, um, in, in, and Eccles dropped out of school because of... Uh, uh, dropped out of school, but Baldwin showed an interest in drawing and was encouraged to take up graphic design. And I've seen some of his drawings, you know, they're cute. He's actually really good. Yeah, you know, he, he, he's, he's, he does all right. Yeah, he does if, all right. With a bit more formal training, then, yeah, I could have seen him... Probably. a bit more yeah absolutely so Eccles and Baldwin were close friends but they were only acquainted with Miss Kelly from school so mm. they, they only really knew him because of school and like via the bus they weren't so Eccles and Baldwin were best friends but Miss Kelly was just kind of somebody uh, else at school an acquaintance kind yeah, of thing yeah absolutely 
Notably, however, Eccles spent several months in a mental institute and had suffered from... Um, now, now, bear with me on pronunciation with this, guys. I'm going to try. So, grandiose and persecuity... Persecurity. Yeah, persecurity. Persecurity. Yep, that'll do. Delusions. <laughs> grandiose and persecurity delusions. Yep. And auditory and vis- visual hallucinations. Yep. Uh, disorder thought, uh, disordered thought processes yeah. and substantial lack of insight and chronic inca- inca- incapacitating mood swings. Schizophrenia? There Basically, wasn't anything that sort of... Yeah, yeah. But it's... He hasn't got a couple of the strong ones that are tied in with schizophrenia. He's just got a few of them and that's why they're all it's, it's hard to tell from that picture is, is Miss Kelly a, a white chap or a black chap it's hard they're all white yes, they all are white they He's are just all white very tanned yeah indeed there you go um, so yeah this awarded him uh, the state of disability essentially because they they were ah, just like right, okay. you're, you're mental essentially here's disability yeah um so after his death penalty sentencing, he would be later be brought up that Eccles' psychologist also reported uh, um, that a few months before the murders, Eccles claimed that he obtained superpowers by drinking the human, like human blood. So apparently he dis- he disclosed that to his psychologist a few months before the murders. Although I'm very, uh, me personally, I think I'm a little bit sceptical of that. Because I think it was just something that was brought up to fit in with the case, essentially. Mm. Yeah. But speculation speculation and all that indeed so the suspects became uh the what can't even read what she's written no (laughs) no i cannot this happens at least once normally i cut this bit out but i think i'm gonna leave it (laughs) jesus death get your handwriting in order yeah this is why you need to type type stuff up i'm a technophobe guys we know this yeah, well, yeah. Get a typewriter. Uh, uh, oh, oh my god, oh. yes, yeah, Steph, do it on a typewriter. Be proper retro. And Ooh. typewriter it. Oh, I want a typewriter to do all my notes on a typewriter from now on. No, 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 no. I'm the only person that needs a typewriter. No, 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 You've got your technology. Which is broke. But there we go. Let's be honest. We're all just going to turn Elliot Rogers fucked my laptop over last week. He must have got somewhere because it only happened since he popped up. Yeah. It's only gone now. I don't like it. It's Elliot Rogers' frigging ghost. Go fuck a mattress. But yes. Write a manifesto. (laughs) It does tickle me. And we've not stopped saying it since. No, no, we (laughs) use that now on everything. On everything. Okay. So yeah, I got it. I got it. I got it. It says pressure. So yeah, the sus- uh, the suspected uh, it's suspected that because of the pressure from the county, uh, the poor state of the accused and their criminal background, uh, police had to arrest somebody, mm. and um, these kids were described as white trailer uh, white trailer trash park kids. Mm. Trailer trash. Tra- Trailer trailer park trash kids. Yeah, that'll do. And they fit the bill, essentially. So they were like, you'll do. You will do. They were basically, what's the, hillbillies, is it? Yeah. 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 You know, all of that, like, stereotypical business. Yuck. Um, The town went into uh, general disliking to Damien as well, because... um, Funnily enough, he's got the same name oh, yeah. as the character from The Omen. Who is this uh, Antichrist? Damien. Yep, there you go. This boy, I think uh, Bill Clinton was governor of Arkansas during this when this went on. Really? Was that coming up in your notes? 
No. No, okay. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I really wish he, he did, though. Mm. Just I did not have sexual relations with that lady. With those dead three children. That escalated quickly. That really did. Okay. Good mm. to know. Moving on. Mm. The omen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, they took a dislike to him just because he had Damien in his name, and it's like, oh, yeah, the omen. Antichrist, sort of thing. Well, Charles has Charles in it, and let's be honest, Charles Manson. Yep. I mean, you Jesse can literally take anything. James. Jesse James. Yep. Come on, guys. Junior. Literally anything. You, you could take anything Jason, from this. Uh, 93. Jason Voorhees. Yep. I mean, uh, why not? Why not? Let's just pin it to everything. Wayne. Wayne's my dad and my brother's name. Gacy. Yeah, Wayne. Like, John Wayne Gacy. John Wayne Gacy, Baldwin. All I can think of is Alec. Well, there you go. Uh, no. there Literally go. anything, anything. But they really homed in that, on that omen reference. Uh, not to mention that he had a like a gothic style and was singled out for highly conform like highly conformative religious county so basically it was a lot of like christians being like you can't be goth in a non christian like mm. a non bitch please alternative place essentially bitch please um but he voluntarily gave blood and fingerprints and they interviewed him for several hours and several times but he did not confess nobody obviously. who is guilty is going to voluntarily give their blood and fingerprints i mean yeah unless they think they've done it all very cleverly yeah, but he, if he's got that mental disability that Steph is saying, then he's not going to think that. <clears throat> yeah, you will actually find that a lot of these. So, like, um, it'll come later on in the story that their mental stability in this really did play a part into why... their cases and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, so on June June the fourth, nineteen ninety three, with a with a reward fund of thirty five thousand dollars. Jeez. Yeah, police visited Miss Kelly. Yes, um, his parents saw the reward money and were told that if if they cooperate, they would get the reward. The officers and Miss Kelly uh, and Miss Kelly's father actually joked about getting a truck with the reward money. Yeah, uh, mm. so he was already spending the money essentially. Mm. Um, so the police left and then a few hours later uh, Miss Kelly walked into the police station and he talked now nobody knows what obviously him and his father talked about in that like hour but this is what he said so could you go to video one and we need to go to 1451 and we're going to 1530 when I was there I saw Damien hit this homeboy hit this homeboy real bad he hit him with his fist and bruised him all up real bad then the so this uh, this confession essentially led to the arrest of all three, even though there was no physical evidence um, that, you know, actually pinpointed and, you know, corroborated with his confession. I was going to ask if the boys were actually bruised. What do you mean? Like, because he's just mentioned that Jason punched him and punched him quite hard that the bruises had already started to be shown. Said that? Yeah. Did it? Yeah. Are you sure? Yes. Yes. Okay. Good. And that. So I was going to ask. Oh. I, in the autopsy, <laughs> in that, did they say that the boys were bruised badly? I mean, obviously they had their schools like whacked in, so yeah. But you still have bruising. Yeah. I mean, it's not gonna. It's not gonna just. They're not just gonna implode. Yeah, but no. I mean, like around, like <laughs> they were in the autopsy. Did you read the autopsy report? No. No. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> okay. You're not going to be able to answer my question. Is okay? No. Okay. Am I the only weirdo that reads autopsy reports? 
No. Steph's nodding at me. <laughs> but okay. now I feel like the weirdo that doesn't read the... Oh, Nick, do you read them? In the bath, yeah. Okay. Just for fun. Just just for shits and giggles. Mm. Fair enough. Oh, okay. Look. Jesus, there you go. No, I did not. Okay, but, fair yeah. enough. Because I was wondering if there was dis- discernible bruising around um, certain areas that wasn't related to the s- breaking of the skull, that's all. No, I mean, they were, they had lacerations, so like cuts and whatnot around the body. Um, it, so hence why it was uh, attributed to a knife attack. Yeah. Um, they just looked badly beaten. Obviously, okay. one was castrated and all that beautiful did business. He, so did he mention the, the castration in the, the interview? No. No. Well, that's something you'd probably mention. Absolutely. But there is there is inconsistencies, <clears throat> but we will get on to that. We will okay. get on to that. Um, so, <clears throat> but it was later noted that Miss Kelly had a mental, uh, a mentality of a five-year-old child. So, yeah, he uh, seems quite slow. Yeah. So they questioned no, him. No, say that. Well, he does. I mean, slow he- as in, he's got learning difficulties. <laughs> Your face. <laughs> oh, no, Nicholas. Well, he's, he's slow as in he's behind yeah. the curve. <laughs> yes. How do you how do you PC that? How do you PC that? I think I think to is describe him as a bit slow is fine. Yeah. No. No. no it's not. Okay. No. No. It's not. He has he he has learning difficulties in the mental age of five. Yeah. That is PC enough. We don't need to turn around and go. He's slow. <laughs> okay. I mean, I'm not going to apologise for it, but <laughs> okay. There you go. Um. So they questioned him for hours and hours until he essentially cracked. Yeah. Now, this is a bit of a side note. I really do want to hammer in this whole, like, satanic panic thing. So, um... So here we have three kids who are... They prefer to wear black. They have long hair. They listen to alternative music. They all have a brush with the law and they live in a town of deeply religious values. They were even allegate, There were even allegations of like over 50,000 children over the years that had um, been killed over a ritualistic cult because they were that paranoid about cults and Satanism and all that beautiful business. Mm. I think they need to take a deeper look at the town. Yep. Yep. So even um, uh, so, even John Byers, who caught up, uh, was caught up in the hysteria. So he was the father. Um, was caught up in the hysteria, uh, quoting uh, in an interview that um, if they want to worship the devil, I hope they meet him real soon. About his own son. Yeah. Oh right. Oh yeah. Hmm. So everybody was really caught up on this whole Satanism thing. Mm. Really into it. Really into it. It's weird. So, yeah. It's weird. Yeah. So let's go back into the inconsistencies of uh, Miss Kelly's story then, shall we? So he said... Yes. So he said that to police that they got to the crime scene at 9am that morning, but the murder actually happened in the evening. So inconsistency one. They also said that they tied him up with brown rope, but they weren't. They were tied shoelaces. up with their own fucking shoelaces. Absolutely. And he also said that the two other boys sodomized the like the the kids, uh, but forensics say that that just didn't just didn't happen. Mm. So, so the rape didn't take place then. No. It seems customary for police when they're out of options to to get a confession from somebody who's got learning yeah. difficulty. I mean, Brendan Dassey is a good example yeah. of that, where they they, don't know what. they feed things and they use 
not even sophisticated questioning, but repetition to mm. to put the idea into people's heads. But then you don't know what what this chap and his his dad talked about, and That's maybe his it. dad convinced him that he did it or had to own yep. up for it. And thirty five thousand dollars is a lot of money, especially into a poor community, to a poor family that want a truck. Well, daddy need a truck. Yeah, and you got to think how easy it is to. You said he had a mentality age of five. Yeah. And you got to think how easy it is to tell a natural five-year-old, you believe in this, you believe in this, yeah. you believe in Just this. Just tell them and it'll be fine. And yeah. you'll come home and yeah. it'll be all be fine. And yeah. then Everything will be fine and... and we'll have a new truck and we'll just go on like normal. Absolutely. Just tell them it's, this, this and this. Yeah. It's, it's quite rare that you, it, like, you, there's always questions about how much is a human life worth to you. So that this, this... Dad, his son's life was worth exactly thirty five thousand. Thirty five thousand dollars. Yeah, that's yeah. an exact amount for it. Absolutely. With, and a relatively low amount. A basically a new bloody truck. Daddy needs a new truck. Mm. Daddy needs a new truck. I'm sure it had shiny wheels and everything. And I bet it was red. Yeah, I was about to say it was probably red. <laughs> Just imagine it With being red. With a Confederate red. flag on the top. <laughs> on the bonnet, yeah. Mm. And like the Jesus on a cross in the middle. Yeah. With, a, with a crucifix hanging off the wind. Uh, what's the miracle? Rosemary beads. What's the miracle? The rear view mirror. Yes. Yeah. That'll do. That'll do. With a tarp on the back. God save America. Yuck. Is that what they say? It's God save America? Yes. Because it's God save the Queen God here. bless America. God bless, God bless America. America. There we go. There we go. All I'm going to say is hell Satan. <laughs> Did you become part of the Satanic Temple? No, no, no. Uh, I'm not part of it. Can't okay. afford the membership. No, it's a bit expensive. Was it? But I, to be honest, the, the Satanic Temple, I do follow a lot of their creeds before that. I'm not. Yes. And it's, well, their tenants and such. Yeah. That, well, it's all about rebellion. To, it's about not what? even about that. It's about, like, worshipping your own body and you yeah. have your right as your own person to choose and you know what's right for yourself and yeah. all of that it's not necessarily it's human sacrifice human sacrifices or no. animal sacrifices Ooh. it's about respecting yourself yeah. and knowing your own mentality yeah it's not even like worshipping satan it's no, not it's satan not. is it's 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 not it's atheistic satanism yeah. it's just yeah. using satan as a yeah. as a, a way to piss off christian right wing yeah. yeah i read I, a really good story on a subreddit the other day on pro revenge this uh, guy was basically married to a girl and her family were like ultra ultra right wing christians yeah and um, they basically disavowed him because they thought he was uh, like a bad influence on their Christian daughter, even though they were married for a couple of years now and stuff, oh, right. and they were having a nice, happy life. And uh, he um, told them they wouldn't be able to make like Christmas uh, with them one year, and they always went to their church to open presents on mm-hmm. Christmas Day and stuff. Okay. And they, they couldn't make it that year, and they like really had a go at them saying, oh, you're leading the, our daughters to the devil and stuff. So he thought, right. So he bought them. They bought them all uh, presents, and the presents were uh, lifelong memberships to the Satanic Temple, so they were at their <laughs> church opening their gifts. And they've, got these, they've all got these membership cards to the Satanic Temple. Yes, mate, yes. <laughs> that's that was a nice but little story. Yeah, it's like, I agree with the tenants and stuff. And yeah. It's they're like classical liberal tenants. Yeah, like, yeah. It's like trust science and stuff like that. Mm. It's trust the stuff mm. that can be proven instead of the stuff believed about by freedom the of speech. And, Absolutely, um, nothing yeah. too menacing. Because yeah. the idea was that Lucifer 
was God's angel and he was the only angel that God gave free will to. Mm. And Lucifer questioned why God was being so disrespectful to humans and <clears throat> allowing them to suffer as much as they did and was questioning him and God didn't like it, hence why he banished disavowed him, him and ba- banished him to hell. And Lucifer was like, no, I know what's right. Yeah. And you're not being an absolute dick. Thank so. you for giving me my own mind. But yeah. anyway, I think we're getting... Sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Into, what what yeah. documentary was that, just for the people listening? Hail Satan. The Hail Satan. Hail Satan. on Netflix there you go. and Amazon. It is it's a good really little good. watch, It is. Guys. It's a good little watch. It is. Okay, so back to the case. So, now, this is how, how bent the police were on trying to nail these three um, teenagers. So, they even dismissed a phone call that, um, that came in from a, um, from a restaurant called Bojangles... I love that name. Where do I know that from? It's a song. Mr. Bojangles? Yeah. There we go, Mr. Bojangles. Uh, Saying that there was a man that went into their female toilet to wash off blood and mud off of his hands and seemed disorientated. Oh. Yeah, so they had a phone call in to say, could you come check this out? Yeah, 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 yeah. Did they check the lead out? Well, this is where we get into this. So shortly after it was reported, a a squad car pulled up to the drive-thru. Oh, I remember that, yeah. He pulled up to the drive-thru to ask questions, but when he learned that the suspect wasn't there anymore, he just left. Yeah. It was like, okay, all right, fine, great. He's not there anymore, that's great. Excellent policing. Yeah. That's how we police work, guys. Yeah, absolutely. But it shows the how bentness, how bentness, how bentness? We're going to how, how bent they yeah. were. How yeah. crooked they were. Indeed. Uh, like, just trying to catch these three. Although, you know, fair enough. They did go in the next day um, and the police did collect the bloody paper towels and the sunglasses that were left at the scene. But guess what? Lost them. No. Well. Never tested them. They never tested them. Mm. Never tested them. They just <sighs> collected them in the bag and was like, yep, done. That'll do. This That's don't look like no state in this blood. Exactly. Looks like good Christian blood to me. <laughs> how, how can you tell? Oh, it ain't black. It ain't black. It ain't black. Satanist blood is black. Funny. Funny. So, yeah. yeah. Yes. No, please. And no Satanist I know wears sunglasses. Only Americans wear sunglasses. Only true Christian <laughs> Americans wear sunglasses. Because of the sun provided by our good God. Yeah. Burning into my retina. Yes. Praise be. So, yeah. I was going to say something else then. I was like, no, that's not God. What? I was gonna say praise Allah. I mean, <laughs> technically, technically is a god. I, mean, I don't think there's there's many people praising Allah in Arkansas. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. Yes. J- Jesus is a prominent feature. Yeah. Mm. There you go, Bosch. So yeah. Seven months after the arrests, uh, Miss Kelly and Baldwin and Eccles were brought to Jesus. Oh, sentencing. They were brought in front of Jesus. <laughs> Just Jesus is with us for this case. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he was brought. They were brought into sentencing. Miss Kelly came to court. Um, he was the first one to get um, judged, to get judged, to get convicted. Um, but he he got, he came to court in a bulletproof vest, and mm. he was told by his lawyer to keep his head down. Yeah, wow. well, if people thought he's an actual Satanist, and Arkansas is a gun-loving state, I'd imagine. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is that right? Yeah. yeah. But, the, um, yeah, it sounds reasonable. Although he did get criticised for this because he was just like, okay, well, if you're keeping your head down and you've got a bulletproof vest on, then maybe you've got something to hide. Yes, I was going to say that would be... Kind your organs, I'd imagine. Right, yeah. Counterproductive. It's kind of like... Yeah. I'm going to protect myself yeah. and do what my lawyer says. Yeah. But technically, guys, you look like you got something to hide. Mm-hmm. 
It's, it's, a, it's, it's a catch-22 for him. He yeah. could not win. He couldn't win at all, literally. So, yeah. Uh, on February the 4th, 1994, he was, um, he was found guilty and sentenced to life in prison plus two 20-year terms. Next, so Eccles and um, Eccles' trial... Uh, so he must, must have pled not guilty to avoid the death penalty. Well, no, well, they, they, all did, uh, they, they all did not guilty, but they were all sentenced. Oh, right, OK, fine. Although one did get the death penalty because of... We'll get on to that, we'll get on to that. Yep. So Eccles' trials... Um, Eccles' trials lasted three weeks... Uh, was sorry Eccles trial was three weeks later and on February the 28th 1994 um, he his let me start that again because I put it underneath and then put a little arrow underneath it and then I didn't follow the arrow and you don't need to know that no. but yes now she's lost yes this no 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 no. I just didn't follow the arrow yeah just cut that okay so <laughs> thank you Lally <laughs> uh, so yeah Eccles and Baldwin um, the, their trial um, uh, lasted uh, three weeks uh, trial was three weeks later on the 20, 28th of February 1994 their trial lasted 11 days and uh, so Damien was um, sentenced uh, sorry, Damien seemed like um, his attention was um, was sort of on the... He liked the attention of the, the press, essentially, and he liked the attention of what was going on, whereas Jason barely uttered a word. Um, Jason got life without parole, whereas Damien was sentenced to death. Uh, they showed no emotion for their sentencing. Oh. Yeah. So after a trial, a loud, a load of media and coverage uh, came out about the injustice and the unfair trial. Um, author Mara Leverett wrote a book called *The Devil's Knot* that highlighted how prosecution was bought, uh, was was bought, and an occult expert came into the courtroom. Now this is funny. This okay. Is, this is funny. Okay. Hit so, me with it. Yeah. So a doctor called Dr. Dale Griffiths, um, who had a doctorate from a mail order uni. Uh, brilliant. Wait. Um, what? Yeah. Um, no. who really sold the Satanist story. And, and this was the best angle that they had to explain this whole entire case was oh this doctor's... Oh, nah. Doctor air quote. Sort of like Dr. Nick from The Simpsons. Essentially, yeah. Hi, I'm Dr. Nick. Yeah, although, hi, I'm Dr. Eric Griffiths and I know Satanism. And hi, I'm Dr. Griffiths. I'm yeah. a Satanist expert. Yeah. I was actually watching, so, like, when he was on the stand, he, um, there was this, this like, I can't remember if it was, like, the Bible or something, but it just had, like, the, the pentagram in it and he was just, like... Um, and he was just like, that's just confusion, that is. Meaning what? It was, it, it, it was, they asked him, like, what, what does this mean to him? And he was just like, that's just confusion. What, you're saying he's confused? Just confusion in the symbol, I guess. That's, is that a statement? I, I mean, that's I a really very doctoring thing to say. Do you not think? Yes. <laughs> Somebody with, with an order. education can come up with that. Like, yeah. With that. Yes. Oh. Yep. Men. Yes. men. They, they base that on it, though. They, so, like, you really convinced them. Has it got to be do with being male? Because it's a male. All right. <laughs> Sexism. Um, Sexism. It's got nothing to do with him being a man. Shall I apologise? No. no. <laughs> to the male race. You need to write a manifesto. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <sighs> so, yeah. Uh, where was I? Really sold the standard. Explain the story. Yes. So the best angle that they had to explain the story with no evidence was to blame this um, 
the the three poor goth alt kids, which obviously uh, they sold to the jury. This media co- coverage stirred an outrage, and especially um, with a HBO film crew who covered the film case um, and uh, laid the blame actually on John Mark Byers, the stepfather of Christopher Byers. Uh, so could you play the video or the second video from 2958 to 3015? After the second HBO documentary came out, I watched it and I was Hey, Jason, I want you to smile and blow me a kiss for this one. There we go. Why is he shooting a pumpkin? Uh, practice, aim practice. Is that what they do for fun in Arkansas? Apparently so. Yep, whole pumpkin. I'm going to take this comic pumpkin and shoot shit out of it. It's Satanist because we celebrate it on Halloween. What was that accent? That was my Buffalo Bill accent. (laughs) (laughs) My, My Southern... Yes. <laughs> so All the accents. That was fun. That was fun. Uh, but again, there was no evidence that would convict him, essentially. So it was just that sort of little clip in the HBO documentary that they were like, hmm, maybe. Oh, right. Maybe, okay. maybe, maybe. Tenuous. Indeed. But dun, now, dun, dun. this is where we get into actual hard evidence that they picked up. How exciting. Ooh, I like it. Ooh. What? What? What did you say? Evidence. Yeah. I like evidence. He yeah. goes. He went. I like it hard. No, I said evidence. <laughs> <laughs> there's two. No, there's two like words. Are very. I was just getting excited for the evidence. Okay. So, All right. Oh, <laughs> I've got a clue. I'm sure it'd be fun to listen back to. Could be doing it now, guys. Buckle in. <laughs> okay. So in 2007, new DNA evidence um, was lo- linked to a different name to this crime. Now, do you remember the name that I told you to Terry. earlier? Terry. Terry, Terry, Terry. Terry. So this was Terry Wayne Hobbs, the stepfather what? to Stevie Branch. Well, Steve Branch, but Stevie. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody called him Stevie. Indeed. Which is really adorable. It is. It's because his first name was Steve, and then his middle name was E, and then it was Branch, so Stevie. Oh, right, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's adorable. Adorable. Mm. Uh, so, Stevie didn't like Terry. Three weeks before the murders, Steve actually asked his mum to leave his stepfather. When when they asked, when they asked, she asked him why, he said, because he loves Amanda, his sister, but he doesn't love me. Aw, baby. Yeah, adorable. So, in this year, the police obtained DNA evidence uh, uh, from Terry's cigarette butts and compared it to two strands of hair that were found on the crime scene. Well done, police chappies. Well done, gold star. Actually doing some police work here. Gold star. Indeed. Um, so one strand was knotted into one of the shoelaces um, that was uh, that was the one shoelace that was attached to one of the black shoes that was found at the scene, and this matched Terry. Oh. Linking him to this crime scene. The other strand of the hair that they found was embedded um, in a tree stump at the scene. Now, this matched Terry's friend, J- David Jacob, who was also seen uh, with, uh, with Terry on the day of the murders. Oh. Okay. Mm, indeed. But now... Oh, here we go. Well, the hair in the shoelace could have got there because he might have tied his boy's shoelaces or the, his adoptive in son's the shoelace. In the stump. The stump's the weird one. Yeah, obviously yeah. the stump's the weird and, one. Okay. Yeah. 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 
So after this evidence, um, so after this evidence, the public opinion started to change. Obviously. Um, uh, so a few celebrities wrote a few songs that supported the three convicted. So like I said, Johnny Depp did it. You yeah. just said Alkaline Trio. There was a few. There was a few. Pardon me. Um, nom, 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 nom. Noodles. Um, so in 2007, uh, Damien Eccles um, petitioned for a retrial of the of the scene uh, by to Judge David Burnett, uh, who was actually the same judge that um, that that did the case for the Eccles and Baldwin trial, uh, based on the new DNA evidence. But the t- petition, p- Jesus, petition, petition was denied. But it was appealed, and on November the fourth, 2010, the courts opened up the case to see if there was any um, new evidence that would open up a retrial they did question terry but they didn't hold him and um he said he hadn't seen the children um on the days of the murders although neighbors disputed this and claimed that they actually saw um this they they came forward to say that they had seen him in the yard with all three children on the day of the murders but nothing was taken from this nothing was forwarded he ain't no satanist we don't believe that's it, exactly. There was nothing taken. No good Christian man would do this. It was essentially dismissed. Twice. There you go. So, on August 19th, 2011, the West Memphis uh, Three agreed to an unusual plea bargain, to which they agreed to uh, agree to a guilty plea, um, and then they would be let out on time that they had already served whilst, per- whilst personally maintaining uh, innocence. But no new arrests were made, um, and the case is left unsolved. Yeah. So to finish this little story, could you go to the last video and go to uh, 105 to 214? Woman's face, though. So this is Damien Eccles, so um, after he's been released. Why do you think that was the case? Why do you think they rushed to judgment, if you will? We came from a very hardcore, fundamentalist, right-wing, Bible Belt town where anyone who didn't fit in with, you know, the local ideology or political climate or anything else was... Or even appearance, right? Exactly. The way I dressed, the music I listened to, the books I read. You know, as, as evidence at the trial, they actually introduced things like Stephen King novels. They said that was proof that I was satanic. And, and when you heard the verdict in that courtroom of guilty, I understand it was really an out-of-body experience for you in many ways. The only thing I can describe it as is if, you, if you've ever been beaten. You know, if you've ever been punched in the head, a lot of times it doesn't always immediately register as pain. It's more like a bright flash of light and a loud noise and you're so disoriented you can barely keep your feet up under you. And that's what it's like hearing yourself sentenced to death. It's like being beaten repeatedly in the head. I was sentenced to die not once and not twice but three times they sentenced me to die over and over and over again so yeah that's the so um there's been a few interviews uh well that one specifically um and they're all out there free now and uh, are living their life essentially so is the murderer yeah Uh, so is the murderer absolutely absolutely so these are them now as they're coming out so obviously jason baldwin jesse Kelly. And Damien Eccles. So this wasn't too long after their release. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Did they not fucking test the DNA of the semen? Nope. Obviously not. Nope. Was there any evidence, real evidence towards them? Nope. No, there wasn't anything. Nothing. Nothing. Just mass hysteria. Character assassination. Absolutely. A mass hysteria. It's just bullshit. It is absolute bullshit. Because if the police had done their job... 
the actual murderer who I kind of think from what I've read and listened to and watched Mm -hmm. it was one of the parents yeah I mean some of the things that I was watching most of them said uh, that the police if it's something to do with small children then the first thing that they should look to is the family and they just did the average yeah. yeah yeah And they just didn't in this case. They because just didn't. They just skipped Satanism and then fits, found somebody to fit the bill. Yeah. yeah. Molded a story, con- concocted a story and molded people to fit it. Exactly. Yeah. Because but these guys lost 10 years of their life. It's Well, more than that. Uh, what, 94 to 2011, so yeah. 17 years. Oh, there you go. Bosh. Yeah. Because it's like, I think... I haven't mentioned him in a while. John Douglas, in his book, like, um, The Killer Across the Table, yeah. he mentions the Westboro, um, Westboro, sorry, the West Memphis Three. He, he didn't oh, work well. on the case, but he mentions it because oh, he, he was talking about familial crimes, so yeah. crimes committed by family members. And he says that as a profiler, the first group of people you look to are the people that are closest because a child will not trust a stranger. No, absolutely not. And it's you, and it's the same with abductions and stuff. Mm. Like it's usually somebody the child has met on numerous occasions and is comfortable with. Yeah. And for all three of those children to follow three men that they would have no connection with it, yeah. apart from living in the same town. Yeah. yeah. Is a bit like, mm, Not really. That doesn't really fit absolutely. with what criminal profilers would have said. No, yeah. absolutely not. And the fact that, obviously, the, the children were seen with Terry um, the day of the murders, yeah. and he lied about it as well. Yeah. He lied about it to the police. I'm surprised that That's wasn't picked perjury. up on. I, I, I'm really perjury. surprised that wasn't picked up on. But yeah. And it's like, A, the semen, like... That would be a clear indication of who was there and who wasn't. Yep. The fact that they've got no concise evidence apart from the mass hysteria of mm-hmm. the three lads that were convicted. Mm-hmm. And, and they didn't even, they were, not all of them were friends. No, like they knew, like two of them like were best friends yeah. and one of them was Miss Kelly was not. And, like it's kind of like hmm, you're not going to commit a murder with somebody that you don't particularly know exactly it's just it was just a whole yeah harbunkum harbunkum yeah harbunkum but the other thing that I'd read like you mentioned that Terry's hair was found in the shoelace that was on the shoe yes from what I remember reading or watching I think it was in a documentary actually was it wasn't the hair that was found in the shoe it was actually found in between the knot of the hog tie Oh, right, okay. That's different uh, from finding That's what it's, I'd read. But it could still be, be argued as circumstantial, yeah. but it's still yeah. there. But like, cause Enzo Shoelace, it was. Yeah. Or, you know. It's still circumstantial, but from what I'd read and heard, that it was in the lace that was one of the hog ties of mm. his Yeah, I remember stepson. that. Okay. I remember that. But, oh, okay. Yeah. It's just bullshit. Yeah. Yes, but at and least they're out. At least they're out. And yeah. I love the fact that Damien is now covered in Satanist tattoos. No, he's, well, he's got Nordic runes on he's him. He's got Nordic runes. I won't call them Satan instead. <laughs> yeah. He would, but I would because... Why, they're Nordic well, they're runes. Nordic runes. <laughs> and he's got Part an Egyptian uh, eye. Yeah, there was the eye of... Horus. Horus, yep. Ra. Uh, it was... Ra. Eye of Ra. Was, uh, okay. Oh, yeah. Horus is the birdie boy. Yeah. But the police are dicks. Yes. Yeah, they literally just did not do their job. I'm sorry, but... They caved into peer pressure. Yeah. And that police officer was 
Fuck, that goes through the drive-thru, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Fucking check the sink. Come I'll on. have a coffee and a donut whilst we're here. Thank mm. you. Yeah. <laughs> that's the yeah. only reason I came is for that coffee and donut. Yeah. yeah. Just to say I did my job. Right. Thank you very much, Steph. Yeah, that's good. Thank you. Lovely story about child murder. Yeah. Indeed. Always. So now we're going on Charlotte, and Charlotte is talking about... What are you talking about, I'm talking about the Myrtle's Mansion. Oh, yes, you did say earlier. Yeah. Fabulous. We are back in your ears. We are. Indeed. And we're going to be talking about Myrtle's Mansion, or Myrtle's Plantation. Oh, another Southern story. It is another, weirdly enough. Oh, wow. Yeah. That was unintentional. Yeah, completely. So, the a little bit of history about the house, okay. So, the house is more of a plantation rather than a mansion, even though it's called Myrtle's Mansion. Was it like a working plantation? It was. Okay. It was built in 1796 by General David Bradford. It is an east-facing house with one and a half stories originally, but in the mid-1850s, it was extended in size, so it, it was double that. Whereabouts in America is this? Sherman. Which state? The South. You know this? I forgot. I, 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 was like, I didn't write it down. Oh. I did not write it down. Uh, Louisiana. Are you sure? Or are you just no, pulling that Louisiana, out of no, it's Louisiana because Louisiana. it's close to like New Orleans. In New Orleans. Okay. Yeah. This this no, accent's going to piss me off by the time we No, I, it is, because I'd originally, when I first started writing this, I was like, so it's not going to be American Month without me talking about New Orleans. Okay. And then I realised that this isn't actually New Orleans, it's just outside of New Orleans. Okay. So, we still so have state, good uh, gumbo. Yeah. And the state is, and you only got that from the Princess and the Frog. Maybe. And <laughs> so, it's definitely Louisiana. Okay. So... The house features a 125-foot wraparound porch, or veranda, <gasps> as I they like that. to say. Oof. It has 22 rooms that are spread over two floors. These rooms include a music room, five bedrooms, two parlours, a kitchen, and two separate dining rooms. Can I live there? The grounds feature its own pond with its own island in the middle, which features its own gazebo that's accessed by a little bridge. Well, you want to live, live there. You want to live on an ex-slave Maybe plantation. Maybe you don't want to when I... Oh, okay. It does sound like my dream home, though. Yeah. The in the Princess and the Frog, you know the bit where Charlotte is getting proposed to. Yeah, I love that bit. Yeah, that's where the the inspiration from that scene is taken. And you know where she's in the little gazebo on the little island that's in a pond. Oh yeah. That's taken from the inspiration for that is taken from this. Okay, that's a little sinister. Considering I'm going to say this takes a very south turn. No fucking clue what you're talking about. Yeah, Nick doesn't do Disney. You need to watch it. It's good. So. There is also an old structure that, whilst the house was being built, General Bradford lived in. It's currently being used as a gift shop. Ooh. What, now? Yeah. Okay. Originally, it was called Laurel Grove and was used as a cotton plantation. Mm. It is said to be the site of 10 murders. Oh. But only is found only one is found in legal records. Of slaves? Is this like slave... No, of murders of random people. I don't think oh. you'd probably get you prosecuted d- for murder if you, you, you killed a slave. You'd never prosecute for murder of a slave because they were your property. Yeah. Wow. It'd be like... I guess it, it, if you kill somebody else's slave, it'd be like vandalism or something. It was classed Christ. as a misdemeanor, meaner, but it depending on depending on the circumstance. Like, if a slave backtracked you, you were, you were allowed to murder them because you were putting the rest of the slaves back in their place, which is not cool. No, 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 no. Slavery is not cool. No, no, no. Have you seen 13 Years of Slave? Yeah. That, 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 that killed me. Yeah, it was, that, that's hard. That hurt I've me. I've seen that. I've always it wanted is, to, but really I've never good. seen it. It is good. And it does kind of highlight that whole entire thing of like, if you do them wrong, 
they yeah. will hang you on a tree. Yeah. Mm. Oh, oh. So the house went through a couple of owners. The first, obviously, being General David Bradford and his family. And then in the 1850s, went to a gentleman called Ruffian Gray Sterling. <laughs> Ruffian Sterling. Sadly, Sir Sterling died in 1854, but his badass wife, Mary Cobb, took over the plantation and many other plantation owners stated that she had the business acumen of a man, which is hella high praise back in those yeah. days. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, still That's is. a badass woman. In 1865, Mary hired William Winter, her son-in-law, to act as her agent and attorney. He was given the use of Myrtles as his home, but times were tough and he was unable to hold on to it. In 1867, he was completely bankrupt and the house was sold by, sold off to the US Marshal. Two years later, it was sold back to Sarah Winter, which is William's wife and Mary's daughter. Hold on, a US Marshal is like a police chap, isn't it? No? Yeah, kind of. No? Yeah, it's okay. the US Marshals. Or yeah. Marshall. Marshals. Yeah. The, okay. Yeah. It's yeah. like a police force like kind a of government. thing. Yeah, like yeah. a force. multi uh, state police force. Yeah. Okay, okay. In January 1871, an issue of the Point Coop Democrat newspaper states, Winter was teaching a Sunday school lesson in the gentleman's parlour of the house when he heard someone approach the house on horseback. After the stranger called out to him, saying that he had some business with him, Winter went out onto the side gallery of the house and was shot. He collapsed onto the porch and died. Those inside of the house, stunned by the sound of gunfire and retreating hoofbeats, hurried outside to find the fallen man. Winter died on January 26, 1871, and was buried the following day in the cemetery of Grace Church. Eventually, the house fell into decline and was brought by many, many different people. Now, that's your history done. History lesson over. Now on to Spook Spook. Yay. Well, the first is that of Chloe, a vengeful slave who who murdered the wife and two daughters of Clark Woodruff in a fit of jealous rage. Oh, okay. In 1817, Sarah Mathilda, David Bradford's daughter, married Clark Woodruff. Sarah gave birth to two daughters and was carrying the third child. Woodruff was a player as well as just a knob who liked getting into fights and getting on the wrong side of the law. Was that his technical, like, what he was... Just a knob. <laughs> and just he, a knob. he was dipping into his slaves as well, sexually. While Sarah was pregnant, he started yeah. a relationship with one of the slaves named Chloe. Oh! Yes. Chloe it was, quite was common. forced to give into Woodruff's demands as she realised if she didn't comply, she would be sent out into the fields. Jesus. Eventually, Woodruff got tired of Chloe and chose another girl to force himself upon. Fucking hell. Chloe feared the worst and she began eavesdropping on Woodruff's, Woodruff's private conversations. One Never day, do that. he caught her and cut off one of her ears to teach her a lesson. Jesus. After this, she began to wear a green turban to cover her scar. What happened next is unclear, but some say that the family got sick and Chloe nursed them to health and earned gratitude of the man she hated. Whilst others say that she did it for revenge, which, to be honest, I totally don't blame her for. What, to, to nurse... Well, she made them ill? Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant she nursed them to health no. for revenge. I was no. like, that's kind of counterproductive. Chloe had put a small amount of poison into the birthday cake for the oldest Woodruff's daughter. Sarah and her two daughters each took a slice of cake and ate it. By the end of the day, all of them were sick. Chloe looked after them and nursed them. The other slaves scared that what their owner would do if they found out if they thought if he thought that they had helped him 
helped her, sorry, dragged Chloe from her room that night and hung her from the nearby tree. <sighs> her body was later cut down, weighted with rocks, and then thrown into the river. Jesus. Since her death, Chloe's Chloe has been reported to be seen by numerous people, as well as being captured in a photograph by a past owner. Oh, do we have that? She wanders the place at night can be seen with her green turban and sometimes the cries of children follow her appearance. A lady by the name of Frances Myers claimed that she met the ghost in 1987. She was asleep in one of the downstairs bedrooms when she was awakened by a black lady wearing a green turban and a long dress. She was standing silently by the bed, holding a candlestick in her hand. She was so real that the candle even gave off a slow soft glow knowing nothing about ghosts Myers was terrified and pulled the covers over her head and screamed then she slowly peeked out and reached out to touch the woman who never moved and to her amazement the apparition vanished please tell me we have that picture oh we have that picture I love this shit So when it loads, give it a minute because, you know, my laptop hates me. Thank you very much, Elliot Rogers. <laughs> Come on, load. Oh, I'm, so, I'm, so, I'm so gagged for this. Where are we looking? Okay. Okay, there's a house and some trees. You see if you can see the person. Uh, oh, oh, is yes, she down there at the bottom? I can, yes. In the corner? Yes. Can we zoom? Zoom, 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 zoom. Oh, you've got one already. <laughs> Isn't can't that just be a person? But there's nobody. This is nobody. You can see the slats through her. Mm. Yeah, I mean, Mm. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it definitely looks like a figure. Yeah. But that's sort of partly obscured by a pillar. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's a good one. I wouldn't. I mean, yeah. Yeah. The tale of Chloe is a little bit askew, though. As Sarah didn't die a horrible, painful death, she died of yellow fever in 1823. What's yellow fever, sorry? Uh, it's like a... It's a really bad cold, basically. Okay. That it, Why is it yellow, though? Do you turn yellow? Yeah, Probably. your skin turns yellow. Probably your liver or something. Yeah, you know. Uh, which, is, which is literally stated in historical records. That's not just somebody going, oh, she died of yellow fever. No, it's that's like her it cause happened. of death. Fair enough. Her children... Oh, she was hanged? No, this is Sarah. Oh, oh, sorry. The mistress of the house. Ah, okay, okay. Her children, a son and a daughter, not two daughters, died more than a year after she did. The third child would not have existed at all if we go by the story. And there is a document stating that she was in fact born and lived to a ripe old age. Oh. Record keeping weren't shit back then, was it really? No. No. There have been other stories though other tales of hauntings in the house there have been many reports of children who have seen playing on the wide veranda in the halls and in the bedrooms a young girl with long curly hair and wearing an ankle length dress has been seen floating outside the window of the games room cupping her hands and trying to peer inside through the glass which is especially weird when there is reports of no children on the premises The grand piano in the first floor plays by itself, usually repeating the same chord over and over again. What, just one chord? Just ding. All right. Sometimes it continues on through the night. When someone comes into the room to investigate the sound, the music stops and will only start up again when they leave. 
The house is now being used as a bed and breakfast, and many of the employees have reported strange occurrences. <gasps> One employee was hired to greet, greet guests at the front gate each day. One day, he was at work. A woman in white, old-fashioned dress walked through the gate without speaking to him. She strolled up to the house and vanished through the front door without ever opening it. Is the this... gateman quit his job and never returned to the house. Is this the house from Django? What? No, what? Django, the film. Yes. Yes. Is this, is this the house? Because there was a Bradford in that chap in that film, wasn't there? Was it? Was it? No. Yeah. It's one of the inspirations for it. Yeah. Boom! I there's a lot of people that would be proud of me for that reference. Sorry. Yeah. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. So Good this last two images, my last image, sorry, is. Oh my God! They haven't got faces. <laughs> This digital image was taken at the Myrtles Plantation and was sent in by Dave Young of Paladin Paranormal for it, sent sorry to pet Dave Young of Paladin Paranormal for his opinion. Dave is a supporter of the Myrtles Plantation and he like cuz it was Myrtles that had sent this to them. Uh-huh. And he they said that we w- knew he would appreciate seeing this photo and learning the explanation behind it. Dave was amazed at what presented itself in the photo and immediately sent it to other professionals, including the Society of Psychological Research in England, founded in 1882. I've mentioned them before. Yeah, they're good. I'm going to join them. Which is... um, The photo was taken of a teacher and some of her students in the courtyard of the Myrtles Plantation with a Sony Cybershot DSC... P93A camera. So it's just a standardised camera. Mm, Nothing cool. special. So this With, isn't edited? This is not edited, except it's people have put it through so that you've taken the faces off. Oh, so what are we actually looking at? Oh. Did you think their ghosts had taken yes. their faces? <laughs> Literally. I was like, that's very specifically I've been, oval. I've been staring. I can't see anything. No, Without I... going into the technical explanation that included megapixels and all of that bullshit... There is nothing unusual was discovered or reported about the photograph or the manner it was developed. So it was developed like normal. Okay. The photograph continues to travel the world being thoroughly researched, but still without an explanation of the ghost girl. What ghost girl? I don't see it. Are you one about the bottom? No. Then I don't get it. Ghost girl. Look in the windows. I've been looking in the windows. Oh, wait. I see. Next to the plant. Where? uh, yeah. That's the neck curtain. I, I see a face and a I neck see a curtain. face, but I feel like it's, it's the pattern could, of the it neck could be curtain. A reflection. I'm not getting I'm not feeling it. Apparently no. psychological people uh, not psychological paranormal investigators are all like it's a ghost. But uh, it's it's the patination no, of the, the patina- neck curtain coming together. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's um like a Rorschach style thing, you're seeing mm. something there out of a pattern that's Yeah. I mean, I'm all for ghosty pictures. I mean, Lord knows I'm, I'm all for that Draco. Yeah, you did get excited. That I did, but I'm not convinced by that one. No. It's a bit... 
Crap. It does give me shivers. You were more impressed when you thought the faces had I did. Been chewed <laughs> off by a ghost. I really did. <laughs> and then I was like, but it looks like it looks like something that's been in paint and then you've just dragged they, an, yeah, an they oval. Have, they have dragged an oval and put yeah. blend on it. But there you go. Yeah, yeah, but that's the story of Myrtle's plantation. Mm. Oh, there you go. Good yeah. to know. You were more impressed by the ghost that stood against the shut. Like I was. I that's was. a better picture. I yeah. will give it that. It's a better picture. This one's like more. All I see is net curtain. Mm. Yeah. I mean, you can see on the bottom where there's like a, an oval shape in the net curtain. And then, obviously, if you were to squish those together... If the face wasn't there, you wouldn't think that's a body, though. Absolutely. You? If you cover the face, yeah. there's no body there. It's just because there's a face and you, yeah. your brain's trying to create the rest of the... Figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not convinced by that one. But, you know, fun. But, yeah. So, that's the story. In Balamori. And Talking about... Sorry, talking about... Um, uh, I, was, I was listening to it the other day. One of my fam- favourite songs is Strange Fruit. Have you ever heard that song? No. It's so. an old, um, like, southern black um, country song but Jeff Buckley did a cover of it I think oh, well. and it's a really dark song I love the song though but Strange Fruit is a reference to when they used to hang black slaves from the trees so that oh, they no were way. like the fruit hanging from the trees and stuff. Oh, it's really no dark way. imagery and just because you mentioned that the lady was hung from yeah, the, the tree yeah but there is no actual common. evidence that Chloe existed oh what yeah so who's the ghost no the ghost is the mistress no, the ghost was a black with the turban. Yeah, that's that. That's the thing. There's no evidence that Chloe existed. Yeah, but would there be existing documentation? There be, yes, on... there would be because there would have been sales records for the slaves. All oh, right, okay. But there enough. is no evidence that Chloe existed. So it could all be made up. It could all be made up. Jesus. Just to get a gift shop on the property. Mm. Well, do they do it, ghost tours? They do ghost tours. Uh, it's a bit bread and breakfast now. Um, yeah. You can stay there. The, the old store where General Bradford originally stayed when the house was being built. Yeah. That's now the morning room, as in that's where you have breakfast and that's where the gift shop is and such. In the morning I think the first room. question, yeah, the morning, a haunted in place. Morning. I thought you meant mourning as in I'm mourning the death of the people that no, are here. No. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think the, the first question you should always ask about a haunted place, does it have a gift shop? Yeah. Because if it does, you know it's going to be a bit bullshit. Yeah, they're capitalising on it. Mm. Yes. yes. But there we go. That's this week's episode done, I think. Yes. Fabulous. Have we got one more, more Valentine's? <laughs> Uh, well, Valentine's is next week, isn't it? Yeah, we're not really doing a Valentine's no. month. because. Oh, mine was Valentine's theme, my short one. I mean, throw it in there. Yeah, I'll throw it in there. there. It could yeah. be anything. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it, it'll be recording the day before Valentine's mm. Day. Oh, yeah. smooshy. Are um, we doing anything for It's a good one. Day? It's about the heart. Is somebody heart? eating a heart? It's, it is about ritual sacrifice in certain cultures, yeah. Romantic. Predominantly to do with the heart, because I thought that would fit in. Oh, yeah, yeah that's romantic. a good one. That's a good that. one. Yeah, I'd like to hear that. Cute. Uh, what am I doing next week? Because it is my long one. I am doing Steve Wright. In the afternoon? Steve Wright in the afternoon. No, he's the Suffolk Strangler. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Not the radio DJ person. Not the radio DJ. <laughs> but no, I'm doing Steve Wright. So. Okay. okay. There you go. Well, inspirational messages time. We always yep. love this part. It's never awkward at all. No, not at all. So. We carry on doing Charlotte, it. <laughs> Charlotte, you do first because it'll give me and Steph time yeah. to think of one. Okay. Um. Steph. No, no, go- no, 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 no. <laughs> this is always the most entertaining bit of the whole episode, uh, I think. We never we never prepare for this, but we always do it. Okay, I got mine. Go on, do it, do it. It's okay to be an outcast, just be you. Yeah. Yes. 
That'll okay, do. fair enough. Yep. Um... Nick, have you got yours? <laughs> um, be kind to your grandparents because you, they won't be around forever and you'll miss them. Oh my god, that was really depressing. Why? It's just because we mentioned my granddad earlier. I do miss him. Oh. Okay, that's cute, but all right. He's in a, he's Steph, in the come on. Um, okay. Um, what do you say? Philip Schofield. You talk about Philip Schofield. Oh, Philip Schofield. Yes. Philip Schofield, for anybody outside the UK, is a TV presenter. TV presenter. Yeah. He was famous for having a gopher as a friend. Yeah, yeah. So he was a sock puppet chappy. He, he did like children's programs. And he's also like the TV presenter of This Morning Now. And he does like Dancing on Ice and all of that beautiful business. But he's recently come out as gay, as in like today. So yeah. Um, so yeah. Always... And he was married with kids, wasn't he? He was. He was married to his wife and he's got two children. Uh, they're slightly older. They've been married for like 27 years. And recently he's just really kind of had in the, like it's been playing on his mind that he's, he's, he's gay and he'd come out and it was all a beautiful thing it made me cry and you know just be you boo just you know be you I mean unless you're BTK then don't be you I mean well, yeah, he's not even himself he rips off every other serial killer out there mm, yes don't be Elliot Rogers. yeah don't be Elliot Rogers. don't be Elliot Rogers. be you but you know have a have restraint <laughs> have a moral compass have a moral compass yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow um, there you go that was inspirational that was <laughs> thank it. you I think that's it I think we should end it there yes <laughs> so, thank you for thank, listening thanks yes. for listening I hope and, you enjoyed it and we shall speak to you all next week indeed bye 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 no 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 is that it I wanted to listen to more horror and gore no let them carry on with their day if they want to find us they can find us on Facebook at Crimes, Creeps and Coffee Podcast, Twitter at CCNC Podcast, Instagram at Crime underscore Creeps underscore and underscore Coffee underscore Podcast. If they want to listen to more, they can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Castbox and all podcast apps. But for now, before she interrupts again, I think we should say goodbye. Bye! <laughs>